Howdy and welcome to the 10-Week Bible Study. This is week four, day three of our study of Galatians and Colossians. I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs, and today we're talking about Galatians 4, 12 through 20. Welcome back to the 10-Week Bible Study. Again, I'm your host, Aaron Hibbs. Would you join me as we pray before we start today? Jesus, fill our hearts with your word. We want to know you, not just know more about you, but we actually want to encounter you in your word today, Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen. With that, let's jump back into God's word. I'll be reading today from the NIV. This is Galatians 4, starting in verse 12. I plead with you, brothers and sisters, become like me, for I became like you. You did me no wrong. As you know, it was because of an illness that I first preached the gospel to you. And even though my illness was a trial to you, you did not treat me with contempt or scorn. Instead, you welcomed me as if I were an angel of God, as if I were Christ Jesus himself. Well, that is quite the welcome, right? That is quite the welcome. He's saying, you know, Paul is saying, become like me. And we're going to get to this. He's not just saying, hey, I'm awesome, so be like me. He's he's going to develop this here. But he's saying, listen, come in humility, right? I came, the only reason I ended up preaching to you, he's saying, is because I was sick. And I came to the region of Galatia because I was sick. And he's like, and it was difficult for you to put up with me because I was sick. It was a trial for you. But he's like, but then he's like, you treated me well. You didn't treat me with contempt or scorn. You didn't treat me like I was a burden or I was a problem, but you actually treated me as if I were an angel. And he goes so far as to say, you treated me like I was Jesus Christ himself. That's how good you treated me. Verse 15, where then is your blessing of me now? I can testify that if you could have done so, you would have torn out your eyes and given them to me. Have I now become your enemy by telling you the truth? So here's what Paul's saying, right? When he came the first time, they were obviously put out by dealing with him that he was sick and Paul could tell that, but they actually treated him so well, it didn't matter. Like they didn't care because the message that he brought the message of salvation, the message of healing, the message of forgiveness of sins, all of these things, it was such the the weight and the burden of sin lifted from them. And then they saw miracles and signs and wonders and the Lord doing amazing things among them. They were so happy to have Paul with them. He's saying like, you guys were so thrilled about all of this. And so kind and wonderful to me for bringing this message. He's like, you would have torn out your eyes and put them in my head if that's what I needed, if that were possible, right? He's like, you would have done that. But now that these other guys have come and told you that, oh, well, yeah, Paul's kind of right. I mean, yeah, there's Jesus, but you don't really get to know Jesus unless you do all these other things. You got to be a Jewish convert and all this other kind of stuff. And, 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 you know, Paul, Paul's got good intentions, but really he doesn't know what he's talking about. And he's really trying to hurt you. Like he's only giving you part of the information. So you shouldn't really listen to Paul. Shouldn't have anything to do with Paul, right? That's what's going on here. 
to Paul saying, have I become your enemy now? Because I'm the one that told you the truth, right? They got saved through Paul. They saw signs and wonders and miracles through Paul. And then even after Paul left, he's already called that out here in Galatians. They've experienced the freedom and the power of the Holy Spirit in their midst, the freedom from sin. And then these other people come and say, that's not enough, right? That's not actually true. What you experienced, it's like God's kind of being nice to you, but you're not going to, it's not going to last. You're not going to make it unless you do these other things. We're going to do the, the Jesus plus. And now they won't have anything to do with Paul or not speaking to him or whatever's going on. They're not treating him well. And he's saying now, because I'm the one that actually brought you the truth, told you the truth, you, you're, you're my enemy. We're enemies now because of that. Verse 17, those people are zealous to win you over, but for no good. They want to what they want is to alienate you from us so that you may have zeal for them. It's fine to be zealous provided the purpose is good and to be so always, not just when I am with you. My dear children, for whom I am again in the pains of childbirth until Christ is formed in you, how I wish I could be with you now and change my tone because I am perplexed about you. So Paul is is hurting. Like this is, this is hurtful to Paul. Like these people have come and they've tried to put this wedge between Paul and his companions and Timothy and whoever else he's trying to, they're, they're trying to put this wedge between the people of Galatia and Paul so they can interject themselves in there. And, and they're trying to make the people of Galatia, the churches of Galatia, zealous for them, not for Jesus, but zealous for them. Paul's saying, having zeal isn't a bad thing, but if you're going to have zeal, don't just do it when someone important is watching you. Do it all the time. Be zealous all the time. Live that way. But they're doing this, right? He's saying you, they want you to have zeal for them. They're, they're doing it so they can bolster their own pride or pocketbook or whatever it is that they want out of them. Paul's essentially saying, I don't know what they're trying to get out of you, right? In other places, he's more direct. He's like, these people are using you for money or they're using you for this or for that. And he's like, I don't actually fully understand what they want out of you, but they're getting it. Right, you're giving them whatever they want, and I'm not sure entirely what that is, but you're giving it to them, and that's the wedge they're trying to drive. Don't let them do it, don't let them split this relationship that we have so that they can alienate us from you. Because Paul's saying, Remember that I'm the one that brought you this message, I'm the one that told you the truth. It was, you saw the, the, the works and the power of the Holy Spirit when I brought you this message. Don't forget that. That is so important. So important. He brought them Jesus, and these are people are bringing them Jesus plus. And it's Jesus or nothing. For the 10-week Bible study, I'm your host, Darren Hibbs, and I can't wait to see you next time. Hey, thanks for tuning into the 10-Week Bible Study Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast, would you consider leaving a review for it on your podcast app of choice? It really helps other people find out about this podcast, and my heart is for people to fall in love with God's Word. Thank you.